The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 174 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. Unfortunately, the Spurs lost their 12th in a row to the hands of the NBA champion Denver Nuggets by a score of 132 to 120. That drops the Spurs record to three wins, 14 losses overall in the season, and improves the Denver Nuggets record to 11 and 6 overall. Drew, obviously you have Nikola Jokic and you have the Nuggets who are the stacked team. What were your thoughts about how the Spurs competed in this one? I thought we played pretty well. I mean, especially in the garbage time minutes, um, we started to make a comeback there and they had to, they had to put some of their guys back in. But um, the Nuggets were just on fire. So they shot the ball 56% from the field while we shot it 45% from the field and 42% from three while, they shot, while we shot 37% from the three-point line. Jokic had 39 points. I believe 11 rebounds and 8 assists, if I'm not mistaken. Nine. Nine assists. Yep. A great game from Nikola Jokic there. And the Spurs lost, but I thought we competed well. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, Jokic didn't get a triple-double. He was one assist shy, so we held him. He actually leads the NBA with seven triple-doubles this year, and the rest of the NBA has seven triple-doubles this year. It's insane what he's doing. But also, Michael Porter Jr. for them was really good. He knocked down four threes and scored 25 points. Just was too much for the Spurs. Now, with that being said, the Spurs, I thought, uh, you know, a couple guys had really good nights. I thought uh, Malachi did much better in the starting role, uh, you know, basically getting some starting minutes while Devin Vassell is coming off the bench. And uh, Vic had a really, really good game. We'll get to that here in a little bit. So, with that being said, we're right now in the standings, still sitting tied for the second-worst record in all of the NBA. You're still trailing the uh, overall in the league. You have Den- uh, sorry, Detroit with a 2-14 and record, Washington with a 2-14, and and we're now sitting at 3-14, and so we're a half game behind. Uh, that's going to come into play later on in this season as we get to our Lottery predictions and lottery info. Usually we'll do that about halfway through the season. If we looks like that, uh, that's going to be the case. So we'll see what happens. All right, so let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who were your top two players from this game? Yeah, my number one on the top two list again is Victor Webinyama. Just another fantastic game. Had 22 points, 11 rebounds, two assists, while he shot 7 of 17 from the field, 2 of 5 from the three-point line, in 25 minutes with the career high in, with six steals. That is amazing. And four blocks. Ten steals and blocks in this matchup. A great game for Women Yama. My number two on the top two list is Malachi Branham. After a couple rough nights, he bounced back with a 15-point night with three assists, shooting six of 11 from the field in 25 minutes of play. Who's your top two? Yeah, no, I know. I, I like that you threw in Malachi Branham because I thought he did really well tonight. Um but for me, obviously, you can't pass up that six steals game and uh, four blocks for Victor Webinyama. I mean, the 22 points, 11 boards were also impressive, but just a great overall performance for him. That's why he's number one. My number two comes from our sixth man off the bench, 
Devin Vassell, who won't be the sixth man for long. They're trying to shave minutes and make sure he comes back healthy. But Devin off the bench, knocked down four threes, had 19 points, hit his first three in a row. Great night for Devin. Great, great uh, minutes off the bench for him. Uh, I'm just curious how much longer he's going to be off the bench. I predict this will be his last one, in my opinion. All right, let's get to our bottom two. Yeah, for me, I had Jeremy Sohan as my number one of the bottom two. With only four points, and he had three turnovers in this one, that's not a good uh, point-to-turnover ratio. And he shot two of six from the field in 17 minutes, so he's number one on my bottom two list. He doesn't make that up very often because he's been very efficient this year, but he's number one on my bottom two. Number two on my bottom two list is going to be Chetty Osman. A rough, rough night from him with seven points, one of five from the field, and three turnovers in 16 minutes. That's number two on my bottom two. All right. Well, there you go. There's uh, there's your two. I've got uh, I had two different ones tonight, which is which is odd. A lot of times we'll line on at least one of those, but I had Sandru Mamu Kelishvili on mine. He came in, no points, no rebounds, had a couple assists, but just you know, for him not getting the minutes that uh, that he had last year, and then just not doing a whole lot in those minutes. That's that's why he was my number one. And then my number two was a guy that we expect to come off the bench and hit shots, and uh, tonight he didn't. It was Doug McDermott. He was over two from the three point uh, three point stripe, and uh, just had zero points. And we need Dougie to come on and, and hit a couple of those and get hot for us to be able to keep us in some ball games off the bench. So that was my second one on my bottom two. Overall, that brings the season standings. Your leader starting to widen the gap is Victor Webinyama. And uh, your leader on the bottom two, who's been on the bottom two the most, is Malachi Branham. He's edging out Doug McDermott by one. So that's our uh, top two, bottom two. All right. Tonight's uh, question of the day comes from Carrie in Lafayette, Louisiana. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. So we can get to those on the show, and we'll get to all the questions that are sent. Kerry's question was, when is the last time a rookie had that many stills in a game? And that is a great question that Kerry asked from uh, Louisiana, and I'm going to give you the answer. On November 23rd, 2013, so that's 10 years ago, Michael Carter-Williams had seven stills in a game for a rookie. The crazy thing about that was, only a month previous to that in that season, Michael Carter-Williams had 10 steals in a game oh, as a wow. rookie. So both in 2013, he had 10 and 7 steals in a game. The difference between Mark, Michael Carter-Williams and Victor Webinyama is he didn't score. He didn't rebound. He didn't, He was a, basically a defensive specialist. He played for the Bucks and the 76ers, but... Michael Carter-Williams was still hanging on in the NBA as of last year as a last guy on the bench kind of deal. But anyway, that's a great question, Carrie. I appreciate that. Now we're going to move on to the segment of our show. Drew's got this one, This Day in Spurs History. What do you got for us, Drew? Yeah, we got a much better day on November 26th. We Our record on this day is 16-5, and five, and I picked a wow. win on November 26, 2012, where the Spurs demolished the Washington Wizards 118-92, to and everybody was scoring in this matchup. Our leading scorer was Gary Neal, who had... Thir- no. Our leading scorer was Boris Diaw, who had 16 points, 2 assists. Tiago Splitter had 15 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. Manu Ginobili had 12 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. Matt Bonner had 11 points, a rebound. Gary Neal had 13 points, 3 rebounds. T- 
Tim Duncan had 14 points, 5 rebounds, and Tony Parker had 15 points, 2 rebounds. A lot of guys with double figures in this one. The Spurs record improved to 12-3, and and one of the worst starts in NBA history, the Wizards record, balled. Falls to 0 and 12. Oh wow, That's crazy! That is crazy. Well, we can't say anything because we're at 12 in a row yeah. right now, so uh, we're we're kind of feeling their pain a little bit. Thanks for that one, Drew. That was good. It's nice to hear a bunch of the Hall of Famers getting in the mix. That was a good one. All right, now it's time for the segment of our show where we preview the upcoming game. That's going to be on Thursday night. It's going to be November 30th. And a familiar friend is coming into town, Mr. DeJounte Murray and the Atlanta Hawks. They're coming in as of time of this recording. They're 8-8 eight and eight on the season, their record overall, and the Spurs are 3-14. and 14. Drew, what can you tell us about the Hawks? Yeah, I think this Hawks is a very great team. Um, not a great team. They're a mediocre team, but their leading scorer is Trey Young, who's averaging 26 points and 10 assists tonight, one of the best players in the NBA. DeJounte Murray averaging 20 points, 5 assists, 1.7 steals. And a lot of depth, DeAndre Hunter, Jalen Johnson, Sadiq Bey, Clint Capella, a lot of great players on this team. What are your thoughts? Well, I definitely don't think Trey Young is one of the best players in the 43. NBA. 43. 43 the other night. 43 the other night on only only 40 shots. And 31 <laughs> shots. <laughs> uh, Drew and I have had an ongoing argument about Trey Young over the years. Uh, just because he values him a lot higher than I do. And I'm just glad the Hawks have him because we're going to get that draft pick next year and he can shoot themselves out of many a game. So, <laughs> And he'll turn the ball over occasionally as well. But anyway, I do think the Hawks are a good team. All joking aside, I mean, Clint Capella, DeJounte Murray, Trey Young, they've got a lot of talent in their uh, – uh, you know, another guy, DeAndre Hunter, is really solid for them. He's one of their starters. And – I think it's going to be a tough matchup for the Spurs. However, I'm calling it, and you heard it right here on the Spur of the Moment, the losing streak stops on Thursday night. I think the Spurs are going to win this one by seven. And my player to go off is going to be Devin Vassell. I think he's going to have an outstanding night. I think he wants to show DeJounte how much he's improved. I think he's going to get into a little bit of a shootout with Trey Young. And I think uh, Devin's going to have a great night. I think the Spurs are going to win by seven. Questions that the Spurs have to ask is, Will Jeremy Sohan be, be available? Because he didn't come back after that injury tonight. And uh, is Devin Vassell going to come off the bench or is he going to start? So those are some questions that remain to be answered. But let's hear who Drew thinks is going to win this game and who his player to go off is. Yeah, so my player to go off is going to be Kelton Johnson, who feasts against the Hawks the last three games. He had 29 points, 25 points, and 26 points wow. the last three games against the Hawks. So Kelton Johnson is my player to go off. And you called this one... When we when he had the question that we're gonna end the losing streak against the Hawks, I agree with that. Give me the Spurs to win by five points against the Atlanta Hawks. All right, so we're on the same page here. We both think the losing streak's gonna end. Stay tuned for the Spur of the Moment broadcast. We will be there after the game, recapping and talking about all the highlights. Which we hope is a big time Spurs win. And uh, we'll see how that one plays out. Thanks for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Drew, would you take us home? Yes, thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!